This episode is part of the pool's Local Officials Stronger Together podcast series. It's one way we serve local officials through integrity, public service, fiscal responsibility, and operational excellence. As always, please direct specific questions about coverage to your member services manager. Welcome to episode 21 in the Risk Pool's Stronger Together podcast series. I'm your host, Scott Houston. In today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about how the pool is governed. I'll explain that briefly, and then we'll visit with Mary M. Dennis. Mary is the mayor of Live Oak, Texas, and was recently chosen to be the chair of the pool's board of trustees. Many of you interact only with pool staff, for example, when you have a claim or you want to change your coverage. You may not know that our executive director, Jeff Thompson, reports to an 18-member board of trustees. Most of our trustees are city or other local government officials. We've got two mayors, a city council member, seven city managers, and more. That's important because those local officials know how local governments work, how to provide services, budget choices that have to be made, and most importantly, year-over-year rate stability. When we come back, I'll be talking to Mayor Dennis. She wanted to do this podcast so you know a little bit about her personally and professionally, and I think you're going to be impressed. Welcome back. I'm now here with Mary, who I've had the pleasure to get to know over the past several years. Hi, Mary. Thanks for being here. Well, hello, Scott. Thank you so much for having me today. Really looking forward to spending some time with you and hopefully getting a chance for our members to uh, get to know a little bit about me. Well, my name is Mary Dennis, and I, I love my name. I was named after my mother who was named after her favorite aunt and so the tradition has continued to my granddaughter and so I take a lot of pride in the name of Mary. Tell me where you were born and how you came to live in Live Oak. Well I was born in Mississippi many many years ago and my dad was in the military he was an army a person so we traveled the country uh, and the world and I uh, ended up in San Antonio in the early 70s. I remember my dad coming to my bedroom door. We were stationed in Mannheim, Germany, and he says, we're going to Texas. And I just started screaming, Daddy, no, 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 we can't go to Texas. They have cowboys and Indians. And he's standing at the door just cracking up. He says, it's okay, baby. They don't have cowboys and Indians. It's safe for us to go there. Well, anyway, uh, we came to Texas. I fell in love in Texas and fell in love with Texas. And I finished high school here in San Antonio proper. And my husband and I, Roger, was his name. He worked for the San Antonio Fire Department for 35 years. Actually loved the department and uh, enjoyed his time there. He did pass away a couple years ago while on duty. So my heart always goes out to to those who've lost their loved ones, particularly in the line of duty, knowing that those persons, they were committed to their jobs, committed to what they in their heart wanted to do. And so he was one of those persons. So you and your husband ultimately moved from San Antonio to Live Oak in 1996. That's funny because I moved to San Antonio for law school that year. We were practically neighbors. And the story of how you got involved with the city started off with a dirt road, right? Well, we moved to City of Live Oak. You know, we're so happy to be here. And uh, it's a dirt road. And I really love that because it reminded me of my grandmother's house in Mississippi. 
So my husband said, well, we paid this much money for our house on a dirt road. And I was like, yeah, but it's a really nice house. So he was pretty cool about it. Well, my neighbor says, as soon as you get unpacked, ma'am, we're going to go down to City Hall and see about getting our road paid. Well, I did want to tell him no, because I didn't really know him. But anyway, uh, we did. We went down to City Hall and uh, saw about getting our road paid. Tell me about that experience. It was a great experience. I loved uh, all the uh, plotting and all of the things that the notices that had to be sent out. And that just kind of fascinated me. Well, from there, after we uh, did all of that, and later someone said, well, we've got an opening on our planning and zoning commission. Would you care to serve? I didn't really know what that was, but I was like, sure, I'd love to give it a try. Well, I joined the planning and zoning board. I've served there for a number of years, but learned so very much. Well, how did you actually get on the city council? Someone said, well, we've got an opening on the council. Would you like to run? And I was like, well, yeah, I guess. Well, I'd never run for a public office before, but I was like, okay, I can do this. Well, I get out and I knock on as many doors as I can and talk to as many folks as I can. We have the election and my team runs in and they're like, Mary, you've, uh, you know, the votes were all counted and you have lost by 25 votes. And I thought that was pretty good, you know, being my first time out. But you got another chance. Actually, two more chances soon after. About nine months later, a council person uh, got orders to go overseas, and I was appointed to that position to serve the remainder of that term. Well, they're just two-year terms, and at the end of that term, somebody said, well, will you run again? And I said, well, I guess so. So I got out, knocked on doors, talked to as many folks as I could. The polls closed. My team runs in, and they're like, Mary. I was like, what? They say, you've lost by two. I said, I think that's pretty good. So anyway, I go home and a council person resigns and they appoint me to finish the rest of that term. So here I am. Now my second term is on the council. And I'm really, you know, I've enjoyed the experience. I've learned a lot about how city government works. And I'm here at my house watering my grass. My daughter calls me. Her name is Christina, my biggest fan ever. And she says, Mom, I think you should be the mayor. I said, Christina, I think you're crazy. I don't even know what the mayor does, and I don't think they pay. You finally did decide to run for mayor, and the result was almost unbelievable. It's a tie. My opponent says, well, this is Texas, and we can legally flip a coin and decide the race. And I said, well, sir, I'm from Mississippi. I don't know anything about a coin. We're going to have a runoff. Well, we had the runoff, and I was successful. And that was in 2010, my first term as mayor of the city of Live Oak. Some listeners may recognize your name because you served as the president of the Texas Municipal League in 2016 through 2017, and you remain on that board. Did you have a favorite memory while you were TML president? It was just a wonderful year. It was a legislative year with two special sessions, so I couldn't have asked for more fun. But that was probably the thing that I was the most interested in, the thing that I really felt like I did well in being able to go testify before committees. This was a wonderful experience. So a lot of long nights, a lot of early mornings, but it was well worth the experience and making a difference for Texas City. And as you did for TML, I know you plan to travel the state getting the word out about the benefits of pool membership. Why is that important to you? So I want our members to know that we are here to help them understand 
the benefits of being a part of this great pool, the importance of the pooling itself, the importance of our working together, uh, the importance of us uh, leaning on each other in those times when our member cities I need our help and assistance. And so I want to just let people know that I am here and available and ready to help in any way that I can. Thanks, Mary. We are lucky to have someone as caring and energetic as you to lead us. Mary worked for many years as a teacher's assistant for special education children. She's retired from that now, but her duties as mayor for the pool and for many other service organizations keeps her very busy. But as we wrap up, I wanted to ask her about what she enjoys doing when she's not working. One of the things that I love to do is to cook. And I love cooking and entertaining and having friends over uh, with a big pot of gumbo, some cornbread, or some fried fish. And so that's one of the things I really enjoy. And I, I love my plants. They are my babies. And so I, I have lots of plants on my patio that I love taking care of. I love digging my hands in the dirt, getting my, my hands dirty. That makes me feel better. So I always enjoy that. I love reading and traveling and seeing different things and just uh, enjoy my grandkids very much. I've got three of them and they are just three amazing individuals and I'm very proud of each of them. I've got a, a freshman in high school and two in college and they are all doing well. And of course, my biggest supporter is my daughter, uh, Christina. And I'm thankful for my parents that have just been great supporters for me all along. Thanks again for sharing, Mary. I'm so looking forward to working with you over the next two years. I've only got one action item for you today. If you're looking for a speaker at any type of event, please reach out to me. Either Mary or me or both of us would love to come talk to you about what's going on with the pool. Okay, that's it. I hope you get a chance to meet and visit with Mary. She's a force of nature. And she wanted you all to know that the pool is about us as human beings serving you. We'll talk again soon. To review written materials associated with the presentation or to ask Scott a question, please visit www.tmlirp.org and click on the Stronger Together podcast link. Please remember that the information in this episode is provided for informational purposes only and doesn't constitute legal advice. We recommend that you review the podcast and the accompanying written materials with your attorney prior to taking action.